It seems like it's been 40 weeks since you got 40 winks. Your back pain? Unbearable. Tossing, turning, trying to find that pain-free position. And that's the moment you realize you can't spend another waking moment putting off treatment. The Joint and Spine Center is Cincinnati's leading destination for spine care with a ton of surgical and non-surgical treatments for back pain. So when a moment has the power to change the rest of your life, go to the one place with the power to change it for the better, the Christ Hospital Health Network. This changes everything. The Pound This Podcast is brought to you by the Christ Hospital Health Network. This is the Pound This Podcast, episode 493, what we're accomplishing while quarantined with guest Josh Garrett. I want to lose weight, but I don't know how to get started. What should I meal prep every week? How do I get those sweet booty gains? Inspiration for your healthy lifestyle. The Pound This Podcast with Amanda Valentine. Hey, homies, if you're brand new to this podcast, just wanted to say a quick hello. Hi, I'm Amanda Valentine, and I've lost over 100 pounds through healthy eating and exercise after a lifetime of obesity and yo-yo dieting. And I have been doing this podcast for over two years now. I do five episodes a week, and I cover all sorts of topics that hopefully help you on your journey of wellness. You can find me anytime on my Instagram at YouCompoundThis, where I show off my meal prep Sunday, because yes, I'm a meal prepper and I have a meal prep cookbook that could help you come up with some cool ideas on recipes and meal prepping. You can find that on my website at AmandaValentineBites.com. So I hope that you'll come say hi. Thank you so much for listening to the Pound This Podcast. I'm Amanda Valentine. Joining me from where, where are you at? Your dining room? Dining room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Josh Garrett from Cincy 360 Fitness. What's going on? I mean, it um, doesn't look like you need a quarantine haircut. Have you been cutting your own hair? Yeah, I cut my own hair. Do you normally cut your own hair? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, then that was easy for you then, because I know a lot of people are freaking out about haircuts. Yeah, I just, I've always, I don't know, you go to the, at least for myself, you go and get a haircut, and it's like a different kind of style every time you get your hair cut. Gotcha. I, I like the consistency. All right. All right. Well, so that makes it easy for you. What, yeah, minus the back of my hair. That's always the hardest part. Do you get help for that or you just are like, whatever, wing it? Uh, I kind of just wing it and then it's like, hey, does this look stupid? <laughs> <laughs> Do you expect anybody to give you an honest answer? Well, Jules will. Uh-huh. I mean, she usually tells me like whether it's like, oh, no, you missed some really long ones there or whatever. So. So what are you finding to be the most difficult parts of quarantine so far? <laughs> Not having anything to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you sound like you've been busy, though. You've been doing, like, yard work and working out still. Yeah, I mean, but not the the structure of the, you know, get up. You got to be at the gym at 6. You know, it's hard, way harder to get up when you don't have to get up. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Why don't you just, uh, just sleep in then? What's up? Why don't you just sleep in? Why are you making yourself get up? Oh, I have been sleeping in. Okay. I mean, to to a degree. Um, but again, just going back to the routine, going back to the structure, like I think if you get too far outside of that, whenever this thing lifts, then it's going to be like, oh, this is horrible to try to get back into the routine. Yeah. So to try to stay as close to the routine as I can is kind of the goal. Yeah. So how much longer do you think that we're going to be living in our houses or, or, or like, I guess just say, how long do you think it's going to be until you're going to be allowed to open the gym back up? 
I have no idea. So, I mean, who knows how long the band's going to be, the stay-at-home order's going to be, and then it's not just going to be like open the floodgates and return back to normal. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be a, a systematic approach, at least in my opinion, there's going to be an approach to how they allow people to get back into interacting with each other. The gyms were the first thing that they closed down. I don't know if it's the last things that they open back up. Um, time will tell. Yeah. I would say that probably if you're thinking of like a big box gym, that makes sense to not open those back up. I mean, I know that yeah. at least, you know, because I mean, I obviously go to Cincy 360 Fitness, but like my supplemental gym that's on my side of town is Planet Fitness. And no matter what time of day I've ever gone there, it's bananas packed. So it's not that that's necessarily a bad thing. I'm glad people are like caring about their fitness and going and working out. But it's like places like that, I think, are probably going to hold you back because that's what a person's idea of a gym is instead of these small studios. Um, So you probably won't be able to open because of like Crunch and Planet Fitness and LA Fitness and all those other places, I would guess anyway. The the cool thing is that because of that semantics, we can kind of argue that, right, of – we're not technically a gym. We're a training studio. We don't have, you know, I'm hoping that when they allow things to get back to normal, it's like you can't have more than 50 people in one place at one time. Yeah. Cause in that case, then we can reopen the gym and, and be good to go. Um, you know, maybe not doing classes until this thing kind of passes just cause it's like, sharing equipment and you're not yeah. wiping it down in between that kind of thing. So, um, but who knows? Time will tell. Yeah. It's kind of, well, I've, I've already seen, you know, people are posting about, you know, concerts and everything still coming up like later in the year. And I'm like, I don't think that's going to happen, man. Like it's, I like, I think it's going to take a while just to even open up small fitness studios. I don't think we're going to be like, Hey, let's all go crowd into, you know, an arena or, you know, we're all let's, I mean, if you go to a concert anyway, going to the bathroom is, yeah. like, I don't yeah. think that they're going to shove us all doing that, you know, that we're, we're, we're in the situation that we are today. And then thinking of just jumping into a concert venue or just any sort of thing. Like I was really looking forward to podcast movement, which is a really big podcasting conference. And that's in August still in Dallas. And they are like on the fence, whether or not they think it's going to happen. I'm like, there's no way that you're going to fit thousands of people into a convention center in August. I mean, I know it seems like it's far away, but it's not really. I'm like, there's, there's no freaking way because even if you're allowed to so many, like, I'm like, I don't know if I want to hop on a plane and go to a convention center with all these people. Like, nah, I'm not going to spend like a grand to go do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the, the fly, it's like, when do you feel comfortable in doing that again? You know, it's because, you know, like in Ohio, we were kind of the front runners and shutting everything down. So let's say another state hasn't been on the forefront of shutting it down. So they're still in their COVID, you know, epidemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it. And then we travel into that state. It's going to be interesting. The new normal. I'm just excited to see what that is. Yeah, it's going to be. weird and I mean still being determined and whatever is happening now I mean every day I've been going for these long walks and trying to listen to informative podcasts I mean on top of entertainment podcasts but ones that like aren't 
just news fear mongering stuff, which I feel like I get from watching the news. It feels like the news gives me anxiety and, and oh, freaks yeah. me out. But I feel like the podcasts I've been choosing are news based, but it's like, explain this to me. Like, I want to understand why this is happening instead of just like, oh, this is happening. What are we going to do? Um, <laughs> and so like, it's just like, as we keep going, like every day is a different story. And I know for me and Mike, like I wake up before Mike every morning and when he comes downstairs, he's like, what I miss? What's going on in the news? Because that's the first thing I do is just like, what crazy thing happened overnight? What new rule do we have? Or what's the new thing? And so that's kind of, I feel like that's the current normal, not that that's normal of, mm. oh my God, I missed 12 hours. What the heck happened? Mm. Which is a scary world to live in that things change that fast. I think so anyway. Yeah, I, I for sure. I'm, I'm glad that we've gotten through that like first two weeks, right? Like the when this thing initially broke out, it was like every hour there was something different coming on the news. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, we know there's something going on. It's, it's the craziness out there, but it's, it's starting. Um, I get updates daily and it, it kind of seemed like there wasn't as many cases that they found yesterday as in the previous, you know, it could have been just a fluke timing and that kind of thing. Or, you know, maybe we're at the, close to the peak of this thing or who knows. I know. And so this day. thing is nobody knows. <laughs> so, I yeah. mean, I, I got to, before we start going into this question of like what we can do in this time, like you were just saying that we have like all this spare time, but not everybody let's, we got to say that both of us don't have kids. So Fair. I think that makes a huge difference just from my friends that I know have kids. And then also listening to other podcasts where they're talking about their kids like that's, that sounds like chaos, like working from home. So you're trying to do your normal job at home and then right. you're homeschooling. And that sounds like, yeah, like nobody's got the extra free time to just do whatever, like you're seeing on social media. Like I learned how to like knit of right. that. I, I feel like that's where I feel, you know, grateful, not great, but just like that I have, during this quarantine, I do have extra time of like, I do have a space where I can use it to relax or to do or accomplish things where I feel like other people, it is, it's either thrown you into complete chaos because you lost your job or that you, you've made you busier because it's like dumped all these things on you. So I just wanted to kind of preface this conversation with like, me and you are both currently small business owners without kids. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Clarify where we're coming from. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I mean, you're an essential like frontline worker, you know, nurses, doctors, those guys are crazy right now. Um, you know, media, anybody that's involved in the media. Um, yeah, it's just some people are running 900 miles an hour and then people like you and I, it's like, Okay. What, yeah. what are we going to do today? <laughs> well, I found myself just pr actually pretty super busy. Um, I know. That's what you were saying. Um, that I'm doing a lot. of Today is a day my to-do list finally is kind of shorter, um, which I'm excited because it's not supposed to rain till like later. And so I'm, I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to walk all day. But um, yeah, because I've been using this. It's like I'm one of those people of like, what can I accomplish in this time of this is um, – you know, a time where I feel like with the, the platforms I have, like this podcast of what can I do to help? Like, what can I do? This podcast is about health and wellness and we're in a health pandemic. 
So who can I talk to? What kind of conversations can I have that are helpful to people? So that's, I mean, it's just kind of thrown me into an overdrive of who can I talk to? Let's, let's book these conversations. Um, what else can I do? Like putting the, the getting donations of bags of coffee together for Christ hospital, for the healthcare workers. For me, it's just kind of been kind of like a spark of, you know, I like being a helper of like, what can I do to help? And so it's gone into brainstorm mode and then what can I do? And so that's where I feel like, um, I've kind of been busier, not that I'm complaining, but it's, um, but that's, it's kind of where I'm trying to find a balance and where I'm trying to find like, you know, accomplishments. Like we went into recording this podcast talking about like, what can you accomplish? I feel like I need to accomplish more rest time. Um, or I, I feel like, you know, people are talking about just laying around in jammies all day. Like, I don't know if I want to do that every single day, but I feel like I need to incorporate more of that into my day. Um, just because I never do. And even me making the job transition, of quitting my full-time job at the end of the year and transitioning into entrepreneur and everything else that I had planned to do, everyone was like, you need to take a break. Like you need to take a vacation. Like you need to like check out for a while and get your mind right. And I never really did. (laughs) So I feel like, you know, considering I don't get COVID-19 and I don't get sick or anything like this is an opportunity for me to, you know, prescribe myself some rest and try to chill out a little bit. And I feel like for me, going on these long walks every day has been like that for me. It feels very therapeutic. Like it's my time and not Mm -hmm. work time. I'm not checking my emails. I'm not freaking out about the next thing. It's just me and the podcast in my ear and walking for multiple miles and learning new parts of my own neighborhood and just kind of like it's been fun to see people out, you know, with their families in their yards and playing and people, other people walking like it just kind of feels like when I'm doing that, it doesn't feel scary. Like when I go into the grocery store, does that all make sense? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't I mean, know. Do you feel like for you like that that's an important part of this is like you're, you're go hard like I am of just resting a little bit? Oh, for sure. I mean, th- and that's kind of like where this whole thing stemmed from was okay. The first week was crazy, right? It's Mm -hmm. just the, the change of it all the, Oh my God, what is going on? You know, that kind of thing. And and the not knowing and the, the scared part of, is this ever going to open back up? You know, what am I going to do about this, this, and this? And, um, after that subsided, it was like, I don't even remember what I was worried about a month ago. Right. Right. Yeah. Like why did I put so much time, effort and energy into that, that in three, four weeks, I don't remember what that was. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, and it, and it took this pandemic to kind of smack me in the face of what are your priorities? Like, what are you, what are you grateful for? What are you, what can you control? Right. Like, okay, well, you have to shut the gym down, but you can still do this, this, and this, you know, um, rest is, is definitely something that I need to program more like you were alluding to, um, just taking advantage of, uh, yeah, you don't want to get too far off of your routine, but still being able to sleep in, you know, yeah. getting up at seven instead of five, you know, and kind of 
speaking to my family more and calling friends more often and um you know just getting back to the things that you can control on the day-to-day not living in the future not dwelling on the past not worrying about like oh god what can i do what what should i be doing blah 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 blah. and then just okay i'm gonna do this this and this today and then if i get that done awesome so when things uh you know kind of flip back on and start you know the the machine starts rolling again yeah what are you going to take from this time into the new life into the new into the new version uh, hopefully <laughs> i mean i don't know right we're not fortune tellers but i want to just take in this this stop trying to control everything right some things are just out of your control yeah this way out of your control um th- th- as a small business owner you never really know what that next step is you just have the goal in your head of what you want to achieve. And you don't even really know what that looks like. You just know kind of your criteria for it. And then, you know, what's the the phrase, a journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step or yeah. something mm-hmm. to that effect. It, trying to get back to that, trying to just live more day to day, live be in the moment. moment, be more present, you know, just kind of stop getting so anxious about living in the future and stop dwelling on stuff. And I'm not so um, bad about living in the past, but the future that, that definitely creates a lot of anxiety and um, monkey brain in, in my head to, so just trying to be as, as present as possible and just, you know, you're only one person, give yourself some slack and, create that okay here's what you want to get to accomplish this week or this day or this month or whatever the case may be and then just start chipping away at it you know don't sit around thinking about oh what about what about what about what about well what happens if COVID-19 comes in three weeks later and you know all that what if just goes right out the window yeah exactly I mean that's I'm gonna have the same conversation with myself too of just I mean, we can't control anything right now. So it's just like you just got to live in the day and try to enjoy the day. And um, are you finding yourself, are you doing anything to like have fun, like find enjoyment out of every day? Or are you still just working all the time? Um, I I like doing things with my hands. So (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Set that one up on a T for you. Um, no, I just, I like to like accomplish task, you know, so cleaning gives me a decent amount of not cleaning, but like organizing, right? Like the, the garage was a mess. So taking everything out, getting rid of the stuff that you don't really use, finding a home for the things that you do use that's accessible and then organizing to that degree and just doing that to the gym basement and just kind of bringing some kind of control to that and then looking at it after you get done and being like okay that was that was awesome like yeah you know it took me two days or whatever but I knocked that out so what what do you feel like I mean we've been I mean how long has the gym been closed now two three weeks since the 16th so three weeks um so what do you feel like that you feel accomplished about 
since then? Uh, so I've worked on that. I got, and I knew you were going to ask this question. <laughs> um, I still have one more module in the certification that I've been working on. So what certification is that? Get that knocked out the FMS. Okay. The, um, so there's three parts to it. So getting that knocked out, uh, cleaning up some stuff around here, like organizing the garage, um, basement's kind of next thing on the, the agenda. And then the basement at the gym is, you know, everybody has it, that catch-all room. Yeah. And, oh, man, the basement is too big to be a catch-all room. <laughs> yeah. We just keep putting stuff down there, putting stuff down there. And now it's like there's one hallway that you can walk down in the, the storage room. So getting that cleaned up, uh, mulching the front of the gym, you know, landscaping around the house. Um, yeah, just the, the, the things that you just don't do because they're not that fun task. And, you know, when you put in a 40, 50, 60 hour work week, you're like, eh, I'm not really, not really down to do that today. So I'll put that off till next week. Yeah. I was just, cause I had this conversation yesterday with Mike about, you know, well, I, that, there's like this part of like being under quarantine of that, like, what have you accomplished? Like, what can you, like, you know, don't you utilize this time to do all those things? And some people just don't. And I think that's totally okay. Like if you choose to like, I mean, um, the conversation I had yesterday was that, you know, this is a traumatic event we're all going through. And if you're not feeling it, then just don't do it. Like yes. do whatever makes you feel good right now and whatever makes you, you know, happy and, whatever is your coping mechanism or to, to just kind of feel better. So it would not necessarily like do and get stuff done if that's not your jam. Um, but I am one of those people that that's where I try to find the balance of having some chill time, but getting stuff done. And so I was talking to Mike about it of like, I'm trying to think of the things that I've got done so far. And he's like, well, you've done a lot. Well, one, I had a catch all closet. There's like this walk-in closet in this uh, spare bedroom where my studio is now that I'm recording this in. And it was just everything gets all the crap. Go, whenever I've reorganized every other closet and every other room, like all the crap just gets thrown in there and I couldn't even walk in there. Yep. Um, and like all my luggage and every time I've gone camping or traveled, like instead of organizing all of <laughs> throw it in the closet. So I tore that all apart and cleaned that all out. And um, uh, we ripped the carpet out of our bedroom that we've been meeting to do forever. Um, and I've like bleached this entire house. Like I've just gone into major <laughs> cleaning mode and, uh, like I even like treated all of my counter surfaces because it's butcher block. And, um, and then another thing that I didn't even think of where Mike brought up, he's just like, yeah, well, one of the reasons we bought this house is cause we have like this cool front porch and we never hung out on the front porch cause we were too busy. And he's like, and now several days a week, we're hanging out on the front porch and he's like, they were yeah. sitting out there having a drink or grilling. Like yesterday we sat out and grilled and we met our brand new neighbors and, um, chatted with them from a distance and mm. that how many new neighbors have you met? Oh, none. <laughs> what? Oh my God. I There's don't know so my neighbors, dude. I hide that are just, well, I mean, I don't know them, but Oh, through this. You, oh you no. You just see so many more people. Out. No, the people, the people next door to me, we've met kind of, they kind of suck. Um, everybody else in the street, Hope like they're, they're, not listening. <laughs> they're not, trust me. <laughs> that, um, 
like there's a bunch of kids on the street and they all play in the middle of the street and like I see them every once in a while because they want to like pet my dog and they're like he feels like a brush and they always just say random weird stuff about my dog but other than that I don't see really any of my neighbors out at all um like none I see people out going on my walks but not in like my my little street but the people that move next door that house has been vacant for like two years and they flipped it and they put it for sale right before all this happened. We're like, oh, my God, there's no way they're going to sell it. And then we talked to the neighbors yesterday, and they're like, yeah, we put in an offer, like, days before this all went down. We're like, well, that oh, no. sucks for you. Wow. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. so uh, they said that the people were motivated to get rid of it, so they got a good deal on it. But I'm so sure they, were. they, that I mean, that's the first neighbors that, like, there was people across the, the street that moved in, like, a year ago, and we've never seen them, like, yeah like they are just as kind of like elusive as we are like we're just kind of like not that i'm super anti i don't want to sound like i'm a total butthole and i don't want to talk to people but like at the same time like if there's neighbors out i will wait to walk my dog until they're gone because i don't want to talk to them (laughs) i mean i know i've talked to you about this before but like growing up in the country it's just different you know yeah like you go you go to somebody's house for a purpose it's not just like Oh, hey, neighbor, what are you up to? How's the weather? Blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, um, but living in the city is different because, like you said, you don't want to intrude on somebody. You don't know what they have going on. You don't know how into the project they are. You don't want to just walk over there and be like, hey, sorry to barge in, but I'm barging in. Oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> not that person at all. If somebody comes and talks to me, that's okay. But that's, see, this is where I write a fine line because I've, especially because I'm usually a pedestrian. I'm like my huge long walks have kind of cut off in the past couple of years. But before that, like when I lived in Denver, when I lived in Oregon, when I first moved to Cincinnati, um, when I lived downtown before I moved to the West side, I just walked a ton and there is a large amount of scary people and cat calls that I get. And I've even gotten them when Mike is with me too. Like we've had people follow us before. It's like, it's scary. And so there is a level of I'm trained to like, don't talk to me because what what's going to happen here? Like even a week ago, and this one wasn't bad, but it was on my own street. I was walking my dog and this guy was walking on the other side of the street and he's like, hey, sweetie, you got a dollar? I need a bag of chips. I'm like, nope. Wow. <laughs> and so like just stuff, and that wasn't bad but on my own street last year a guy was like hey you got a boyfriend and it was like 11 a.m walking my dog wouldn't leave me alone was following me in his car and i'm like what am i i got a 10 pound dog he's not gonna save me i was like and then he like wouldn't leave me alone i'm like if he gets out of his car what the hell am i gonna do most people are at work do i do i run do i scream do i call 911 they're not gonna get here in time and he like even turned around and like came back and I'm like, well, this is on my own damn street. And so I think that stuff like that. And I've had like a person punch me downtown before I had somebody punch my arm. I've had people grab me. And so because of stuff like that, I'm a little bit more skeeved out about talking to people. Cause I'm like, just that trigger response of like, what the hell do you want? Like, is this, is this, you know, bad touch? Is this bad scenario of like, I don't like when I go for my walks, I carry pepper spray on me all the time because I'm like, I just, and that's scary of like, it feels like I don't live in a bad neighborhood, but it's just, yeah. I don't know. That's no, I, I hate it that you, like you females quote unquote have to 
to worry about that stuff. Like that's so, you know, it's just, it's something that I can't comprehend obviously. Um, but it's just, it's something that that's what you guys have to think about constantly because, yeah. you know, it's just, that's just stupid. I just wish guys weren't such douches. I Well, yeah, me too. And I don't <laughs> understand what they think that's going to accomplish. Like what, right? at what time ever did a guy come up and pull and call up somebody cat call? And they're like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Like in the car. Right. And and like, <laughs> if you're the guy, like if you were to yell across the street at somebody and they were to come over and be like, Oh yeah, you know, actually I am ready to hook up. You'd be yeah. like, what? Uh, yeah. No, this isn't supposed to work. Hold on. No. Yeah. No, right. No. <laughs> Get ready for it to burn when you pee, bro. Cause I do this to everybody. Uh, okay. <laughs> but it's, like, I will say, <laughs> that's what she said. But um, that I will say through this because of that. And that's been my experience that I do like the social distancing, that it gives me an opportunity to cross the street and get the hell away from people without feeling this like, oh, they're thinking that I'm a bitch because I'm getting away from them. Like, and right. let's f- rewind a month ago in our previous life. If I did that and I saw somebody walking and I crossed the street, I immediately would think they would be like, what's this chick trying to get away from me? And now it's like, yeah, I am get the hell away from me. <laughs> and so I, I do appreciate that part of it is it, makes me feel better about like just avoiding people because we're supposed to instead of, you know, that, you know, if that person doesn't have bad intentions and I'm trying to get away from them, that they, they have whatever response they have. And I feel also just in the difference of a week, like me walking a a week ago, this literally happened to me. I was walking past uh, two dudes on a sidewalk and I stepped off into the grass. So we weren't next to each other. And I had my headphones on, but I had a podcast as I was talking, so I could tell him. He's like, what, what? What? You don't have to do that. What you What you doing that for? Well, like, it started hassling me because I stepped away from him, and I'm like, what? Of like, just carry on, right? Carry on. And so, yeah, like, and I didn't say anything to him. I just kept going. I'm like, what? Okay. And so, and then even so, that was a week ago. And then even a week ago, stepping away from people, getting some dirty looks from people because I'm. Uh, but already in the course of a week, how we've changed of like, you know, we're supposed to wear masks and everything else now. Everybody else is doing it, too. So just how fast the timeline changed of a month ago. I couldn't do this stuff without people really being like this chicks. What the hell? What do, what do you think is going to happen to what, what are you going to get away from me for? Huh? To, yeah, get the hell away from me. And everybody's right. there. So it's like. And then for thinking of that, of how that fast has changed, I know we're in the thick of this right now, but moving forward into, let's just say a year from now, is that, are those kind of behaviors still going to stick? Is it still going to be like this kind of like fear that's kind of in us of get the hell away from me, of I don't want to walk past you, um, kind of distancing yourself in grocery stores. Like, is this something that all of us that are living through now as adults or you know kids that are old enough to know what's going on is this something that's going to be just rooted in us for the rest of our life do you think Eh. no no i mean i think that i think it will be for a while but you know time we inherently go back to whatever normal was you know i don't know it may change a little bit i might be completely off on that but i don't think that people will i have a feeling that once they say that this is past 
then everybody's just going to be like, all right, back to normal. And it's like, no, 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 we can't, we can't do that. We, we have to slowly, gradually yeah. reintegrate whatever the new normal is. Um, there may be some people that are tentative about, you know, getting around people. And especially if you do have some sort of like autoimmune or elderly or, you know, you get sick often, that kind of thing. Um, but I think you should be avoiding large crowds and the chance of getting sick is greater for you. So you should be more concerned about that all the time. I don't think that it should be a pandemic that makes you. Yeah. Wash your hands. It took a pandemic to get (laughs) you to wash your dang hands. (laughs) Yeah. So I can remember when this thing first came out, I was watching the news and it's like, who's not doing this? Like (laughs) just wash your hands. Don't, spit on people like <laughs> yeah right well apparently with the hand washing thing i mean just even at my previous job you talked to the person whose office was across the hall from the bathrooms she could tell all the time like you hear a toilet flush and you don't hear the sink go off mm. yeah of like these are like adult professional people that aren't washing their hands and then this was a, this was a long time ago so whenever me and mike first started dating he had like an apartment that looked into like this hockey arena. And so whenever there were hockey games, just how the blinds were set in his place and in the arena, you could see right into the men's bathroom. And (laughs) so we (laughs) invite friends over and we drink and then we would just do games of like, who's going to wash their hands. Like you couldn't see anything. Like (laughs) you couldn't see anybody's rig or anything, (laughs) but you could just see if they're washing their hands and we would just take bets on how many dudes would wash their hands. And like most dudes did not wash their hands. So that's, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, if, I don't know. Interesting that the guys don't wash their hands or that that's what you did for <laughs> a night. Well, whenever you realize you could see into a bathroom and you don't have to I pay mean, to yeah, go to the game. Like, it's cool for, I don't know, like five minutes. Like, yeah. oh, check it out. We can see into the bathroom. Well, uh, yeah, well, we didn't do it like all night, but it was a game of it. It was an excuse to like, <laughs> that was a pregame before we went to the bars. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> and it didn't last like the entire, like two hours. Be like, hey, let's do this for 15 minutes while we're doing some shots before we go to the bar. I love people watching, so I can't, I can't make fun. Yeah, dude. And that's, a, I like going for night walks, which I haven't really done now, but because I'm just such a voyeur and you can see into people's houses whenever it's like dark outside and then it's light in their house and you can see what their house looks like. Is that too? Is that yeah. Creepy? Okay. Hold on. No, yeah. Right. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to talk to me about our previous <laughs> podcast about taking people into a tunnel. Dude. No, that's like weird. Through, <laughs> you like to walk at night looking into people's houses. Yeah. I don't have binoculars. It's just No, it's just to see what they're like. Like, what's your kitchen look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just find however you want. It's weird. <laughs> it's not as weird as your dream date is to take some chick into an underground tunnel. Dream date. Now you're just now That you're was how the question was phrased no is if you could go no on way. a date, what would you do? And you said take someone into an underground tunnel. <laughs> I don't think that's how it was phrased, but yes, I can't it was. Remember exactly, it wasn't well, like, so. hey, what's Yes, it was. It was. Oh, I'll find that audio and I'll play it back. The for you. way that I meant it was that yes, it is exciting to go explore different things. But this was specifically a date question. Anyways, but <laughs> <laughs> now we're here. You brought it up, so like, because <laughs> I got emails and messages about that podcast. 
about like what's Josh's damage that he wants to take people <laughs> into an underground. Tunnel. It was it's spur of the moment like that. The, my no, buddy, that means it's some like deep seated fantasy, dude. No, my my buddy's talked to me about this as well. He's called and he's been like, dude, that is not what happened or. or it's like I'm not I don't get to pre-plan this stuff. Like this is just a conversation that just gets taped and whatever gets said gets put out there. But, you know? So <laughs> No, the question was like if you could take somebody like what what's your ideal date look like or something like that. I don't think that was it. Yes it I was. I don't think that was it. All right, I want to find it, but whatever. Cuz like the ideal date wouldn't that wouldn't be a date. It would just be like I just think that exploring different places, underground cool places, thing. underground hidden tunnels, hidden. No, doorways. I think that's cool. I mean, I'm not. I'm with you. I think that stuff's interesting. Also, yeah, sounds I don't, like it. <laughs> Do I have to say not for a date? Because I don't think it was worded as a date. But anyways, okay. Have you ever <laughs> taken Julie on a date into an underground tunnel? Uh, have you ever explored no. tunnels with her? <laughs> We have actually. Yeah. Uh, we did the the. Um, oh, it's downtown. There's the. The underground um, brewery tour. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. it. Yeah, so we went and did that. That was pretty cool. But like, was, would you rather it be like a guided tour, or do you no. want to just go exploring on your own? I want to go. Well, yeah, I want to go exploring on my own. It'd be cool if you had somebody that's already went that kind of knows their gotcha. way around it. Um, <laughs> my uncles, <laughs> my uncle and my cousin. They went and explored this uh, cave. Yeah. And they ended up getting like trapped. Oh, no. Yeah. Like the fire department had to come. Like they didn't know where they were, how to get out of this cave. That was a pretty funny experience. But so like that part of it kind of freaks me out. But Yeah. Well, I did that when uh, I was a kid that there was caves that weren't like guided tour caves. Like I've been to those before. Like I don't know. This is a Missouri thing, but Merrimack Caverns. Um, I mean, that's where it's all lit up and you have a, like a pre-planned thing, but there's some caves that there's signs out front of like, yo, you go in here and we're not responsible for whatever stupid things you do. And I've gone in those caves before and that stuff, that freaks me out because I mean, you have to have your flashlights and sometimes you're crawling and that's, but it also creates a level of excitement, right? It does, but it's not winning. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say, I didn't say I wanted to take a date there. That still seems rapey. <laughs> Whatever. You're walking around looking in people's houses. So you yeah, wait till no nightfall so no you shame. can look into people's houses. And you tell me that you're going out for a walk at night and somebody's kitchen's lit up. You're not just pit, you're not just looking. I'm not staring. I just happen to look when I walk by. <laughs> you do too. Don't lie to me. It's even uh, creepier. Yeah. Do you know what I've done before? Is like um, I did this a lot in Denver because I would go for these really long walks, and I really had to pee. So then I would go into like open houses, and then we'll pretend like I was going to buy the house so I could pee in their bathroom, and then I would leave. <laughs> that's weird. That's that's. I don't even walk into stores <laughs> and use the bathroom. Like I feel like obligated to have to like buy something. And you're just walking into people's homes like, yeah, yeah, I'm interested in buying this house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me, <laughs> I got to test the bathroom, bathroom. out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh, and also, fun fact, whenever um, we moved to where we were in Oregon, that they just, all the places that were for rent, they just left unlocked all day. 
So you could just go and look at it in and out as you pleased, which is sketchy because it's mm. like what kind of things can be happening in there. But I guess nothing that bad happened because it was just yeah, like that. And so definitely use those bathrooms too. <laughs> huh. Yeah, it seems like, I don't know. You would think that drug use or something would be going on. I guess they just trusted people. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, I didn't live in a, I mean, there was not really any crime that I'm aware of, of where I lived. I mean, they wouldn't even let fast food restaurants in town um, because they were like, so like, this is local and, you know, support the farmers and farm to table right. and all that other stuff. I mean, you've been there, you went to Ashland, um, yeah. that it was not a place that they were super worried about. Yeah. People like shoes. <laughs> yeah. They weren't, they're not real worried about shoes. I don't think they were <laughs> real worried about people like freebasing in these apartment buildings, I guess. <laughs> that one. So moving forward, I mean, we've gone all over the place here. Yeah, we <laughs> Where, what else? Like, let's just say, I mean, we're definitely under quarantine for at least almost a month. What else do you hope to get accomplished or what do you, what are your plans over the so next few weeks? The, the main things that I wanted to work on are the certifications that I've been kind of, I've went through them, but I, you know, it's like you go through them get the things that you like to work with, take them out, test them, go back through the certifications. Oh, you know, it's kind of like learn, apply, relearn, see if you missed anything. So just going back through those, um, like I said earlier, cleaning up, just organizing different things. And then uh, from a, like a personal standpoint, just getting back into a regimented program of, you know, because as you and I have talked before, more with your workout regimen, how do you get it all in? You know, how do you do the stretches? How do you do the corrective exercises? How do you do the breathing? How do you do the core bracing? How do you get the traditional lifts in? How do you get the heart rate up so that you get the endorphin rush? Like, how do you jam that all into an hour, an hour and 15 minutes? So, coming up with that program to, to create for myself to then stick with it, um, is one thing. And then, um, Taoist, like looking more into that and trying to understand that. Is it a religion? Is that what Taoism? Yeah. Would it be classified as a religion? I don't know. I don't or know like a way of living. I don't know the answer to that question. But yeah, anyways, reading, there's a couple of books on that. Um, just reading more into that. Um, that was really, I mean, that's the main things that I'm working on. What about you? Um, there, I really want to um, finish up my precision nutrition nutritionist certification. Um, I just haven't really um, dug into that as much as I've wanted to, because I know that's something that once I dive in, like just when I got like my NASM certification of like, I just want to plow through it because I can't just do a little bit here, a little bit there. Cause then I'll forget. And I don't yep. want to forget. Like I want to absorb it. And I want to be into it. So I'm just having a, a hard time getting it's with anything. Like anytime you want to start a new fitness routine or anything like that, of, or, you know, just eating healthy of like, it's the, the first few days that are the hardest uh -huh. of just getting the wheels yep. rolling. So that's something I definitely want to do. Um, I'm just trying to get some other things done in place before I really motor through that. Cause I think that if I 
put my head down and grind on it probably for like a solid two weeks. I can knock it out. Um, because I mean, it's a lot, <clears throat> I mean, I've already like, like four chapters in and there's just a lot of information to absorb and I want to make sure I pay attention to it. So, um, that's, I guess the big kind of, uh, like kind of work thing for me anyway, or one of the big kind of work things, because from there, depending on how long we're in quarantine, if I have that certification, then I would feel comfortable taking a couple people online and doing some, you know, just like some health coaching. Um, like I just had somebody reach out to me the other day and they're like, Hey, this is what I'm eating. This is, uh, I'm, I'm gaining weight instead of losing weight. Like, can you give me some advice on that? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not an expert from, but based on this, like, you know, this is what I think is going on. Here's some suggestions. Let, you know, let's play with it. I'm like, I, I don't know. I think that stuff's really fun. And I think that's enjoyable to be able to help people. And I'm like, I, if I could do that, if this is my online world and I can't go train at the gym, like we originally planned, then I would like to kind of try to do that. But I want to have this certification first. So, um, there's that. And then, um, for me, I have, I am really, really loving getting back into these long walks just because I forgot how much, I mean, that's, I mean, that's where I kind of began with everything from where I am now. Um, when I started losing weight, I just started walking little by little. And, um, then once I got my Fitbit, which I have the same Fitbit that I got for Christmas in 2012, that it just, it, it just really motivates me. And I just love long walks. I love listening to podcasts and it's just my almost kind of version of meditation. Cause yeah. I can't just sit there and do nothing. It just, that stresses me out more and I get too much into my head. But if like, if I'm going for a walk and I'm, and I'm outside and I can enjoy nature and just kind of like listen to music when I feel like I listen to a podcast and kind of tune out, like it's just, it's been really, really good for me. And I forgot how much I really, really love that and, and needed it. So I feel like that this quarantine is a blessing for me in that way. Um, cause I've been cranking seven to 10 miles a day and it just, I feel just awesome doing it. It just makes me feel really good in ways that I missed. Um, and so from, because of that, I'm not really doing any home workouts and I feel like that I need to state too that I feel like that's okay because I feel like that so many people feel a pressure to, oh, I have all this time on my hands. I need to start this whole new at-home workout routine, and I just don't feel like I'm there. Like I feel like the, the walking is doing that for me. Um, I have been doing my corrective stretches. I know you hassled me last week because I was honest and said I wasn't doing it. It's probably a good idea. <laughs> probably a good idea. Um, so that – but it just it, – it's like once you find something that – feels really good then the other things kind of snap into place yeah um so i really want to make it a point every day to go for a walk because it is helping me so much so i feel like that's accomplishing a lot for me mentally and and physically and Did you try to get those in in the morning or midday or um it depends it matter it depends on like when i have podcast recordings and i have other stuff to do like so when we're done recording this, I'm going to go for a walk, but I have another podcast recording in the afternoon. So it sucks because I'm kind of at the mercy of other people's schedules. I would prefer to, <laughs> I know what you mean. I know <laughs> I, I would prefer to knock everything out in the morning and then just yeah. have the afternoon free of like, I don't like to walk 
watch my watch of like, oh, I have to get home. And that's like I part of the reason I like it is just I can just roam and not have to be anywhere. Um, so it's it's been different every day. Like yesterday, I went for a quick walk in the morning before I had a couple interviews like midday. And then I went for another walk in the afternoon. And then like tomorrow, I have a thing in the morning that I have to do. I have to look at the rest of my calendar, but I'm pretty sure in like the afternoon I can go. And I do have a treadmill at home, so if it's like rainy, that I can at least get some walking in at home. Just because I don't want to get obsessive about it, but I just know that it's helping me in a lot of other ways. Of just, I feel like I'm been on an emotional roller coaster where some days I feel like really good and really positive and seeing the silver linings and everything, and then other days like I can't even explain it. It just feels like I just feel sad and crushed and start to get scared and I don't even know like why and there and I can't dig myself out of it and then I get frustrated that I can't dig myself out of it and perpetuates the cycle yeah and so then it's just like I I can either spend the whole day spinning out like that but usually like if I go for a walk it kind of neutralizes it like it kind of the first mile I feel still kind of crappy and then it's just kind of like oh, well, it's, it's not so bad. It's the middle of the day and I'm going yeah. for a, a nice long walk and it's nice outside. And it's just, it's one of those, it's almost just a gratitude creator. Yeah. It just brings you back into the present. Yeah. You know, it gets you out of that. Oh, well, I should be doing this. Could be doing this. What about this? That, mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And, well, then, and I feel like stuff like that too is whenever you have your best ideas is like whenever you could just kind of let it go and not mm-hmm. try to force stuff. Yeah. So clear your head. Daily walks are on my list, the precision nutrition thing and, um, daily correctives, daily correctives. I like it. <laughs> I blew up my, my little, my little Swiss ball. It's just yeah. a little guy. Um, it's good for you. so, um, that, and then we, this isn't going to be as much my thing. Uh, like I support it, but I really have like the worst green thumb ever as we're talking about turning our backyard into a garden. Oh, um, but I I don't know how to do that. That's <laughs> gonna. I don't. I do murder stuff. I can't even. I've like literally. I have two cactuses right now, and they're dying. Like I can't even keep a damn cactus alive. I don't know how I'm gonna keep like tomato <laughs> plants alive. I can't keep an, a, a plant that requ- I've killed air plants. Like I don't know how I'm going to keep. But Mike's really good at keeping plants alive. That's why I'm like this is your jam, and I don't really know how to like build a garden out of our backyard. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, gardens, gardens are a decent amount of work. Uh, we had an above ground garden, which just ripped out a couple years ago, but it's a lot of, you know, wheat tending to the garden, like <laughs> literally, uh, weeding, watering, picking the fruit. It's like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Kroger's isn't that far away. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, see, I think it's cool to have our own food. I just don't want to, and I don't mind going out there and I guess taking care of it once it's done. It's like, I don't know where the sunlight's correct. I don't know, you know, we don't have any, like, we don't have a tiller or anything like that of like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing, Um, which is funny because I, because like my, my family all had gardens and they're all good at it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know, but they, not your gym. Yeah. I'm, eating is my jam. So I'm cool with that part. Well, and I've had yeah. an arrow garden before too, you know, like the hydroponic garden. Yeah. Murdered everything in that too. 
Really? And it's supposed to take care of itself. And I just tried <laughs> growing like these things that like, so it's a kit and it's mason jars and it comes with where you grow like your own herbs and it has like a little thing in it and it's like supposed to like feed itself. It's supposed to just be like, take care of itself, put it in a window, let it grow. All dead. All of it. Had to just throw it away a couple days ago. Yeah, you might want to just help, uh, <laughs> like, get the garden started and then let Mike take, yeah, right? take the reins on that one. <laughs> I don't Do you know anything about gardening? Do you know how to start a garden? Do you want to come over and start my garden? Yeah. Yeah, we, I mean, like I said, I built, it was 8 by 16, made it out of landscape timber, so it was like an above-ground garden, and then tilled the dirt, and, went, and we ended up buying a bunch of, like, really good topsoil, because that's in my opinion, that's kind of what makes your garden uh, fruitful or not. So it was just getting the right amount of compost and soil, mixing it together, throwing it. It's a, de- it's a good amount of work. It so was, do you recommend getting an above ground garden then? Um, yeah. I mean, if you're going to do it in your backyard, I would say that you could do above ground gardens. You could do just like the different pots. So you could make like, you know, get a giant pot and do a tomato plant out of a pot. Uh, those are a little bit easier to to take care of. The only issue is is that it kind of it grows and takes over everything. Like cucumbers are crazy because it's a vine, so it just runs, you know, like 10, 12 feet, and it just attaches to everything. And but that's how it grows, and that's how it, watermelons are kind of the same way. Um, Pepper plants are pretty cool. I'm trying to think of what we grew that was really oh sweet potatoes. We grew oh, sweet idea. potatoes. Yeah. And I mean, I got one that was the size of my forearm. Cool. Like it was huge. Um yeah, that was that was pretty interesting because they they're a vine as well, but they grow underground. So then like you get the little flower that shoots out of the top of it, and that's where the potato is, and then you just dig it up. Um so that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of like you. I like the idea of it. I like the making your own food, you know, being able to provide for yourself. But the the day to day of it is like, okay, this is a little monotonous. But I think it's good though too to have like a hobby or to do something at least for me that like you know. So I mean, I don't know if you agree because I mean, obviously your job is health and fitness. And everything that I kind of do is centered around health and fitness. If, to have something that's just like tending to a garden that's not like work related, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like having something to focus your attention on that's not just that everything ties back into like work. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think that part of it is interesting. I just, I don't know if gardening is, I think that's going to be more of Mike's thing, his like his accomplishment distraction through through this more than mine. Cause I don't know. Yeah, I just I mean, don't feel like digging stuff up. <laughs> no, I was like, yours is, is the, the walking, you yeah. know, the walking meditation. I think that, you know, breathing meditations, walking meditations. I think that whatever, like you said, whatever your jam is, whatever gets you excited, whatever you brings you joy, fills you back up, I think is the, the thing that people need to kind of find. And then if you are somebody that has the downtime to, go inside and do some self-reflection and figure out what it is that fills you back up. And then when we get the machine back up and going, try to integrate that into your life as much as you can. I mean, I think that that's, that's my takeaway from this crazy time. 
Um, like I said, I mean, the first week was, holy cow, what is going on? And then it was transitioned into, okay, well, this is the new norm. How do we adjust accordingly to this? And it was like, okay, this isn't, minus the fact of not working and not knowing if the gym's going to come yeah. back and if the clients are going to come back and, you know, that, that fear is, is there and very prevalent. Um, but as far as the good from this is just smacking you in the face and not really, you don't have anything else to stress about. You know, you don't, I don't have the gym. I mean, I have the gym to stress about. It's kind of like an oxymoron, but it's but there's not nothing you can do about day it. To day. Yeah, yeah. It's not the day to day grind thinking about it. So are you still doing virtual training? Yeah. Yeah. Still have some virtual trainings. Um, not as many as the, the face to face trainings. It's a little bit more challenging just because, you know, my jam is corrective exercises and, you know, corrective exercises. It's if you're off by an inch, you can, you know, it's a whole different exercise, but it's cool to teach people different ways of moving their body than what they're used to in the gym. Cause in the gym setting, you know, everybody's associating like heavier lifts or the traditional style movements. And then when you have your, just your body weight or bands or lighter resistance and what you're normally used to using, you have to connect the mind and muscle and get more activation that way and create more time under tension. And it's just a bunch of little things that you can um, play with that give you a beneficial workout, but also teach you how to understand your body and your movements and all that stuff. So, well, what's your jam with all of these like online, you know, fitness programs now? I mean, it feels like everybody and their cousin has one, whether they're free right. or not. Like, do you feel like that's helpful or do you think ultimately it could be hurtful because people or just kind of slapping a program together for the masses and somebody can has the opportunity to get hurt. Yeah. I mean, I, I think both ways, you know, I think that this is nothing new, right? P90X was an online essentially uh, DVD, but they just did it through DVDs instead of the, the online presence. Um, I think that there's benefit, there's benefit to structure, there's benefit to routine, there's benefit to movement, there's benefit to exercise, but there's also the downside of that is you don't know if that exercise is right for you and what you're trying to do specific to your goals, your body, your ability level, et cetera. So there's a benefit, but there's also a risk that you're doing too hard of an exercise for where you're at. And then you're going to cascade into movement imbalances because intellectually, you know, Hey, I'm strong enough to do this exercise, but your body's not capable of doing it. So then you work around your body creating imbalances and then you keep ingraining that into the central nervous system. And then the body thinks that that's the way that it should move. And then if you have an injury, that's when it, peeling back all the layers of the onion to figure out, okay, well, where is the deficiency at is the challenging part. So, so when that's, this, that's the fear. when this is all over and people start coming back to the gym in person, do you anticipate a lot of things that you're going to have to correct? No, I actually, I think that a lot of our clients, because starting with the, the in-person training and then going to 
the virtual training, it's, it's putting more accountability on the client. You know, it's, Hey, remember when we talked about, you should feel it here, here, and here, do you feel it there? Mm-hmm. And, and they're not so distracted with the conversation that you're having. They're more focused on the movement that they're doing because they don't have the resistance giving them the feedback, whether they're doing it right or wrong, or whether it's hard, quote unquote, or, um, challenging in that regard, right? So then they have to really examine their body and their feeling and, okay, I did feel it there. Or yeah, I did feel that twinge in my back. Okay, well shift your pelvis, you know, a little bit more this way. And so just having those cues is going to be beneficial because then when people come back, they can use those cues, that new body awareness that they have implement that into the routine that they're doing with the, the heavier resistance and they get more bang for the buck. Mm. Yeah. I just, do you think that most people are keeping up with all that during this or do you think more people? (laughs) 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 No, and I I don't think people should, you know, I think that it's, it's new. I think it's a, a different routine. It's a different normal. I think that a lot of people put a lot of stock in the gym and the gym is meant to strengthen the body. You know, the, the gym isn't the end all be all your nutrition, taking walks, just de-stressing, enjoying time with the family. All of those things are going to be huge benefits to your health and wellness. Um, and I don't think people associate that part of it enough. They just think, well, if I just go in the gym and kill it for an hour, it'll negate all the bad stuff that I've been doing. And it's like, actually that could be further facilitating your inability to get to your goal because you're not rested, you're not well hydrated, you're not well, blah, 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 all the stuff that you, you know, preach on here. Um, I I think that it, if it is, it is a blessing for some people to just do some self-reflection, go deeper inside of their bodies and start to understand how their movement patterns work and what it is that they do like to do, what fills them back up. You know, I think that there's, there's positives in everything and you just got to kind of search around for it and don't, don't let the noise of everything else distract you from what it is that makes you happy, you know? Yeah. Well, that's how I kind of feel with just like with a lot of the at home workouts, I'm not against it at all. I just don't feel like right now that's for me. Yeah. Like I'm not saying next week, maybe I could be like, yeah, I want to, you know, roll out the mat and like, let's get after it. But but I also don't want to beat myself up because I'm like, oh, well, that's what fitness is supposed to be right now. I should be doing at-home workouts. I'm like, no, I like walking. So yeah. that's, you know, I think it's just exactly what you said of just kind of reflecting of like what feels good for you and not let the noise of everything else of like, well, this is what you're supposed to mm-hmm. be doing right now. Um, just yeah. like, you know, you, I've seen like posts and stuff online of like, no, you use this time to learn a new language and stuff. I'm like, oh my God, like that's aggressive. <laughs> you know, like, I, yeah. like I got, if you can, that's cool. If it makes you feel good, but to have the pressure that you're supposed to come out of this, like with a new degree, which is kind of insane. Yeah. Um, new six pack abs, yeah, I right. know three different languages that have eight different certifications, like yay, quarantine. <laughs> Do you feel like you've had any issues with nutrition at all? Myself? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I definitely stress ate the first week. Um, Alcohol is definitely something that's, that's harder uh, for me 
when the monkey brain starts going, it's, it's easy to just go and grab a beer and, you know, not having the getting home at eight o'clock at night, you know, you really don't have time to to do that. But if you're working from 7am until five now and you go home and it's like, Oh, well I could grab a beer. And so started doing that. And then it was like, okay, I need to, not put so many of those in the fridge. Yeah. Well, I did the same thing of not in like an aggressive way or in a, I guess, I guess it was a level of self-medicating, but drinking more than I normally have. Yeah. And it was just like three or four a night instead yeah. of like not drinking and then drinking on a Friday or Saturday kind of thing. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't drink a ton in the first place. Uh, and then, so what we had been doing, which we're putting, again, one of those things, it's like, we need to, to back the train off of this is just like, um, you know, for the first couple of weeks there, of, well, we want to support the local brewery. We don't want them to go out of business. Let's, let's go support them and like, let's go buy a six pack. And so then it was just kind of like, oh, and then it became like, uh, we, go, we go for a nice little afternoon walk. We go for a walk. We walk the dog. We get some beer. We come back. We sit on the porch. We drink the beers. And then, um, then it's like, well, you, we can't just keep doing this every day. At least I feel like I can't because then I feel like I can tell the difference the next day from when I drink beer, even if it's just two, three beers yeah. the next day versus not drinking them because it just raises my anxiety level. Like I just really? feel more anxious the next day. Like I feel awesome when I'm drinking beers. I was just like, Woo! Yay! <laughs> right? like I just like all the worries go away. Yeah. And then I pay for it the next day of just like this low tone of just feeling more anxious all day. And I'm like, well, and then you're yelling at yourself about, well, why did I spend the time doing that? And I should have been, I could have been doing this and yeah. blah, blah, blah. I got two yeah. hours of just kind of like yay and relief to just kind of feel like a low tone anxiety for 18 hours or whatever the next day. I'm like, well, that's not a good payoff. And, and not to say that I'm not going to drink, but it's just kind of like, you know, maybe not make this a, a part of the new habit in the new mm -hmm. routine, um, especially because, you know, he, he's working from home too. So his hours have changed of like, well, you know, I finished up, it's four o'clock, sun's out, let's go get some beers, sit on the porch. And it's like, you know, not to, I just know for me, like that's, that's, that's not a yeah, habit I want to pick up. And just like you said, like if that is what fills other people back up, then by all means, you know, I wouldn't say go, you know, turning it up every night. But yeah. if you're the type of person that drinks one, two beers and you know, you're fine with that. I don't know that I would do it every night, like I said, but I think if you make that conscience choice to do that, <laughs> I probably said that wrong. Um, you know, that that's, it's fine to do. Yeah. I think that when it becomes a habit, when it becomes routine, when it becomes like there's this default, a crutch, yeah, that you just come home and the first thing you do is crack a beer open. It's like, okay, you probably should get that in check. Um, but, you know, I think we all are dealing with our own stuff. And, mm -hmm. you know, if, if that helps you through this time, then do it. Just make sure you're aware of what you're doing. Yeah, I think a lot of it is just being kind to yourself of like, it's okay. And that's where I've I've seen things torn in half too online of, you know, if you gain weight during this, like... <laughs> So what you're, if you can come out of a global pandemic and you got an extra 10 pounds on you, guess what? It's fine. You know what? Like, you know what I mean? Like don't terrorize yourself over it. But then I've seen other people too post like, don't want those pants to start getting tight and you need to like, you know, worry about nutrition. And I feel like 
you know, my kind of stance on that is, is just like, yeah, you do whatever you need to do. If you, I mean, don't go ham and go to some aggressive level that you're going to hurt yourself where you're just like power eating pizzas every day. Cause that's a coping mechanism that I have lived in before, but also I wouldn't obsess with the numbers on the scale right now either of like, that, that seems like we got a lot of stuff going on and you shouldn't be terrorizing yourself over your weight or your fitness routine. I think as long as you have health on the mind that I feel like everything else kind of falls into place but it's just interesting being on like social media is just seeing the camps of where that is of like this is the time to get that six-pack abs and like crush it and then the other side is just like this is the time to don't worry about it at all and just like you know let it roll and I feel like I I kind of like live in the middle yeah I mean everything everything's a continuum right everything good bad you know black white it's we live in the gray area yeah you know, spend the majority of the time in the middle of that some days you need to go hard earn your showers i think that's your your yeah quote. yeah uh and then other days it's rest meditate take a walk whatever you need to do to fill yourself back up you know i think it's it's a balance and a blending of the two and take this time do some self-reflection and figure out what that is for you and then go from there yeah well what do you got going on the rest of the day um mulching I'm, I'm landscaping the front of the gym i grossly underestimated the amount of mulch that i needed i bought 15 bags yesterday and it just did like one little section i'm like okay so this is this is gonna be a lot more work than i thought is that something you normally do or do you normally hire somebody to do at for the gym um i, I do it if i have the time to do it you know, if, if it's, if it doesn't make sense for me to take time away from doing whatever I'm doing to, to do the mulching, then I would hire somebody. Um, but I like doing that stuff. Like I said, I like doing manual labor with my hands. Like just, yeah, there's a sense of pride behind building something or landscaping or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, I just, I've been taught that as a kid, you know, growing up building fence with my dad and my grandpa, it's just, this is what you got to do and you get it done and you can look at it and say, yeah, I accomplished that today. So yeah. that's kind of cool for me. But anyways, what about you? What do you have going on? Um, I have some, I have like an article I need to write. I have a, another interview. Um, I don't remember what else is on my to-do list, but can go for a walk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was a lengthy one today. I and that's what she said. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. I know that a lot of people have been saying they've been going for long walks, so maybe this this is what they can listen to then, I guess. There you go. Get oh. some giggles in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if somebody is interested in virtual training and wants to pull you away from mulching, uh can I mean, can they email you? Can they ask you yep. questions? Yep. So it's info at Cincy360fitness.com. Uh, yeah. And even if it isn't like a, hey, I want to do virtual training, if you just have a specific question about fitness, shoot it over. You know, I, within reason, I'm not going to, you know, answer 800 questions from one person. But if you yeah. just have a question that's been on your mind or something that you think I could help you out with, shoot it over got plenty of time yeah <laughs> so all right well all right i'll talk to you later all right yep see ya